Assalamu alaikum. Invite endless blessings into your home. Please subscribe now. The button below. How do we reach the station of sincerity? By practicing sincerely. <laughs> sincerity. I think Arsalan is going to start to, to build on the SMC Facebook page on their messenger has a system of a question, you can see the question, you click on it and answer will come. So these are some of the common questions on how do we meditate, how do we become sincere, how do I connect my heart. Sincerity is, is the whole way that when you give, when you do, when you study, when you believe and practice to the best of your ability, you are becoming sincere. So those whom are sincere, they practice with, with all earnest, with all their zeal in their heart. They give with all their heart, they, they try to do with all their heart, they try to be of service with what Allah gave to them in all their heart. The shaykh is a… Is a what is the, the one who for the orchestra? Maestro? Conductor. Conductor. Someone asked, they said they saw on Yunus Emery, is Yunus Emery or Yusuf Emery? Yunus, <laughs> Yusuf Islam and Yunus Emery. <laughs> Yunus Emery again is a wonderful show on Netflix and I recommend everyone to sit with their families and watch. You have a beautiful programming of how the adab of tariqah is. That when everyone knows their reality and their station, means the shaykh is merely the conductor, that's his job by Allah and Allah give him all these instruments. His responsibility is to teach everybody what their role in this orchestra is. It's not an orchestra for everyone because every shaykh has his own orchestra. That's why you don't drum here and drum there and drum there and drum there. You find the maestro that you feel your heart is, is connected to. You feel the conductor that your heart is connected to and say, I want to be in his orchestra. His life then is to inspire you on, you play drums, you play this, you play that. This is all an analogy, means play the role that Allah wanted for you. It's not for him to, to hire and fire and kick people out of the orchestra. His job was to do his job by Allah and his job was merely inspire them to do their best for me. Who owns the orchestra? Allah not the shaykh, not the conductor, he's merely doing his job. When he dies another conductor will come and that's his job been given. Can you make them play? Because you know the human nature is the drumming guy, he wants to do violin, the violin guy wants to do trumpet, the trumpet guy wants to sing. So, but you don't have a voice to sing, it doesn't matter, I would be very upset. So the job is what? Make everybody happy, make everybody try to do what their role is. This is tariqah. Have I met someone in my life that inspires me to my God-given role and to bring out my God-given best, to do good, to practice good, to, to give in charity, give from what Allah has given to me. Am I learning ilm al-dunya? I'm not learning videos of only wudu. My children learned that long time ago. But am I learning knowledges of the heaven that will improve the power of my soul and reality of my soul? If so, practice those ways. And if you practice those ways, you should reach towards the oceans of sincerity. And in these days of difficulty, 
avoid certain situations. There's a, a psychology of what's happening. When people are not feeling good and confident in themselves, you know what type of people they're attracted to? What's the a polite way? I'm trying not to be aggressive in my talk. Outlandish people, right? Somebody who is too outlandish like a big peacock, want to give everything, say their everything, say their everything, be like this. The psychology of somebody who doesn't feel good about themselves, they're attracted to these peacocks. Why? By virtue of being with the peacock they feel better about themselves and that's why you're in danger of falling into misguidance. Tariqa is to avoid all the peacocks. If you are looking at a peacock and thinking, this person's like this, this is so bad, this guy's so huge, he sees this, he sees like that, he's this, like this, that peacock is going to get you into trouble. And you're not going to grow from that and you're not going to grow the way that Allah wants you to grow and that's how cults are born. Why the reason of a cult? You watch the David Goresh on, on Netflix and these different shows, is that people are not feeling good about themselves and they're attracted to a person who says he's Jesus and he walks on water, they say, oh my God, I know Jesus, this is great. Avoid that in life. The tariqah, the real tariqah is the one who says he's nothing. But nothing. If you want to keep sitting there, that's up to you. Then you're sitting there for Allah not for me. And our shaykh was like that, Mawlana Shaykh Nazim, humblest example you can imagine. Never spoke of anything, never spoke that he sees this, he's this, he controls this, he's like that. But took a way of being nothing and anyone who came to him in his last days he was crying and praying for them. Whole bunch of ladies came and he told them, pray for me and they started to pray, he started to cry. It means he gave and left us, this is my example. And Mawlana Shaykh Muhammad Adil, same way. Not an expression on his face to show you that he's anything and that he's going to do this, he's going to do that, he's, he's going to work miracles for you, no, no. The tariqah came to say you're nothing. The only miracle is the knowledge and that, that knowledge flows from the heart of Sayyidina Muhammad That's important. Those whom are scanning for everything, if you're not feeling good about yourself, watch out for the peacocks. Will you think, oh I met Jesus now I'm going to be a big shot too? No, stay away from that. That's, that's the, the difficulties of the last day. Meet those who say they're nothing. And in your nothingness is how you'll be gained access into the presence of Allah and Sayyidina Muhammad because that door is the door of nothingness. You can't come to Prophet saying, I know Sayyidina Isa I'm with this, I'm with that, we are kings, we're walking with feathers. They come to the door of Prophet I'm absolutely nothing, crying to Prophet's door that I'm nothing, I'm nothing, forgive me my wrongs and my sins. We pray that Allah help us through these days of difficulty when too much deceit enters upon this earth.
Sayyidi, can you explain more in detail about accompanying all day long with your shaykh, knowing he's always watching you? You're physically accompanying or <clears throat> spiritually to know, well, everyone knows Allah is watching them and that Sayyidina Muhammad is watching them. The two angels, two eyes on one side the angel, two, two eyes on the other side of the angels. So you have four set of eyes, five, six set of eyes of Prophet and two angels and Allah above them watching. And no doubt if you have belief in the shaykhs and the nazar of the shaykhs and the, the arwah of the shaykh is watching. And it's not something that can be understood that you know to think through your, your mind. But their vision is not like the physical vision. That uh, when they get an email that something's happening they can direct their nazar into what's happening for the servant. That Allah send a, an announcement into their hearts that there's a situation happening. At that time they can make a nazar to find what's going on. Other than that Allah has attached their soul to the soul of that student and that's not something difficult. The soul and the light can be infinite amount of places and we said that's how they would teach before all of this technology. They darken the room, put a box and put a candle. As soon as you make a hole in the box the light will escape from the candle in one direction. If you put a hundred holes for the hundred students, turn off the light, hundred lights will come out because light is not the form, it's a wave. That light wave will go through every hole out. That was to show the soul can be wherever Allah wants the soul to be. Their soul can accompany the student wherever Allah wants the soul to be. Now all that information, is it coming to the shaykh? No, it's going through a processor to his soul. His soul is not in need of giving that information to the body, that's an information overload. No need, you know, he had a hamburger, he had fries, he walked down the street, he had this, he had that. That information is not necessary. What information comes to the body is when something is important happening. And awliyaullah teach that at least three times a day the nazar of these awliya can be from any of the grand shaykhs of the Naqshbandi golden chain are watching over the students. When their nazar comes, when their vision comes onto the student to raise the student with their fayas. Means when we say nazar is in the spiritual world of light that when they direct their light onto your soul, this is what this is the haqqaiq of fayas. The fayas and emanation that begin to dress from them. Why? This is how they give their gift that Allah gave to them. When you go to a wealthy person, if you come to their home they give you gift, especially if they're generous. As much as you come they give you, they give you. You never go away empty-handed. Imagine then generosity of the heavens. Where Allah, they're asking Allah what you gave of my soul, what I'm going to do with it here for myself? It's not like you're a bank you're going to go cash it in. The reason Allah gave to them was to be of service. So they're saying, Ya Rabbi can I give from my soul unto this servant? As soon as they're going to put their nazar onto the insan, it's the tajalli of jaleel, jalali. It's majestic 
tajalli in which the energy when it comes into the room most likely you begin to argue and fight and yell and scream. At that time you should know their nazar is on you. Their nazar caused that, understand? Looked confused. If they look at you in a smiley, oh you feel so happy you start to cry. It's different tajalli, right? If Prophet is looking at you and you're doing something good or making salawat, you start to cry. You say, I don't know why I'm crying because Prophet is looking. And he's looking with the jamal, a beautific tajalli that dresses the soul in which it remembers everything it did wrong and the love that it has for Divine Presence and the soul begin to cry. But the tajalli that raises you is the one that crushes you. It's like a fire on your rocket, it comes and hits you to lift you up because they want to lift through difficulty. So that tajalli comes and the person is going to most likely some sort of event is happening where it's going to be a fight, it's going to be an argument. How much you control it, how much you use your tools, how much you remember my shaykh is looking right now, I'm just going to cool down, I'm going to cool, hold it, hold it, hold it and then he's lifting you, lifting you, lifting you, lifting you. You didn't explode, you got to where he wanted you to get. And now he'll lift you up and leave you at that place and then give you jamali. You can have your donut at that time and something sweet, right? Because you have to have something sweet after difficulty. After every difficulty you put something sweet so that the nafs is going to be, you know, leave you alone. And that way you can have a more blissful state at that, at that, at that time inshaAllah. Sayyidi, for meditation, what are the benefits of burning a candle during the awrad? Yeah, Mawlana Shaykh Adnan described in a talk that the beatific reality of lighting a candle, as soon as you light a candle in worshipness Allah create an angel and that angel will say, Ameen during your entire worshipness for you at the level of angelic reality that every imperfection the servant is doing but because they lit this light for the love of Allah to read, that's why they said they would read Qur'an with a candlelight. Because as they're reciting every incorrect pronunciation and recitation, the angel is perfecting it and saying, Amin, 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 Amin. Until the servant is finished their recitation, that angel exists for all of eternity. You turn out the fire but the angel exists continuously saying, Amin to the servant. And that's why very spiritual people light lots of candles because there's angels coming into existence by that reality and they're continuously saying, Ameen for the servant. Don't burn your house please if you feel <laughs> don't, know how to, don't know how to use candles and they put it near a curtain and they will say, Shaykh I burn my apartment down stuff for Allah, so just be very careful. Especially if you have little kids, they come, they hit the glass and jars, be very careful when using of candles inshaAllah. Can you speak of our Naqshbandi tariqah relation to Al-Khidr? Sayyidah Khidr sir? Yeah. Is the, is the eleventh shaykh of the Naqshbandi way and Sayyidah Khidr is the, is the connection with Barzakh, with the, the dimension of the physical reaching over to the oceans of Malakut and that he facilitates for the servant to take them into the oceans of Malakut. So it's like a bridge between the mulk and Malakut 
And Sayyidina Khidr gives the, the knowledges and the oceans of al-hayat unto the servant. That's when we said that in their studies and in their progress, I won't stop until where the two rivers meet. Those two rivers meet at the point of who? The hay of Allah to the wow hitting to the meme of Muhammadun Rasulullah So in this cave of who? When they're progressing with the love of Sayyidina Muhammad and Prophet begins to open for them that reality to reach towards the reality of La ilaha illallah because they understood that everything exists within the ocean of Muhammadun Rasulullah Means they are Muhammadiyoon at that time, they have an immense love for Prophet In this love of Prophet they're seeking out the reality of Allah At that time Sayyidina Khidr begins to appear to them and begin to teach them the realities of Malakut and becomes a teacher for them, a source of inspiration into their hearts and has different maqams. He has a maqam in Damascus Sharif at the Umayyad mosque there's a maqam for Sayyidina Khidr that when they sit in tafakkur then a door opens and Sayyidina Khidr appears for them there. And there was that maqam in, in Turkey when we went to that masjid in, in Turkey was a big wow and that was a door for Sayyidina Khidr there. And that mosque was for Sayyidina Mahdi and doing the Jummah at that mosque was Sayyidina Mahdi So it means there's many different tajallis and realities. But for us is to make your connection with the shaykh, the living shaykh, make your connection on how to make your tafakkur and your contemplation. And then calling the madad of the silsila, all the shaykhs are in there and then everything will open according to how they want it. You don't have to worry about, oh I didn't know I should call on this. You know you're not supposed to call on anything, you're supposed to do your madad do your practices, make your connection, they do what is necessary from their side. You don't have to start calling upon Sayyidina Khidr when you didn't even make your connection with your shaykh. Sayyidi, please forgive me of my ignorance. I want to know more about Sufism and why is there so much importance paid to Sayyidina Ali? Sayyidina who? Sayyidina Ali. Sayyidina Ali salam? It's uh, not in only Sufism, it's all of Islam, its importance are in the Khalifas. And you got to go back to some of our earlier videos and that's uh, a reality of Prophet in Muharram. So go back into the Muharram videos and click on Muharram and the secrets of Muharram. Muharram is the hijrah and the movement and opening the door of Islam. Two events happened in that hijrah. One Imam Ali laid in the bed and surrendered himself to die because they were coming to kill Prophet And so he gave himself as a young child, as a young boy, I'll die and you continue your message. That's called chivalry. And we say, La fata illa Ali, that there's, there's no one in the school of chivalry like Imam Ali So that example of, of laying your life for the sake of Prophet's mission and this is a khidmat beyond any khidmat. So much so that Allah was asking the angels, look at this young boy how he's willing to, to die for Prophet at this young age. So it has a tremendous reality. The next part of the hijrah was with Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq accompanying Prophet to the cave. 
So Sufism and tariqah is about this whole relationship. These two companions are coming to teach us how to accompany Sayyidina Muhammad because our way, our tariq is the way of Prophet that we have to take a life in which we are going to follow Prophet have a Siddiqiyah character like the friend and the great friend of Sayyidina Muhammad enter the cave mean enter the heart of Prophet give everything for that love and all that remains in your heart is La ilaha illallah Muhammadun Rasulullah and then every secret that happened within the cave. At the same time the great Siddiq that lies within the bed comes to teach us that if you want to perfect your character also live a life in which you sacrifice yourself for that reality. That every time you come against a bad character, I'll come against it for my love of Sayyidina Muhammad I'll stay quiet and not argue this person for the sake of Sayyidina Muhammad I'll take the difficulty of this path for the sake of Sayyidina Muhammad So these companions are coming to teach great characteristics, great characteristics. So the love of the companions and then love of Ahlul Bayt, you'll inherit a Siddiqiyah dress, if Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq destines you to be sincere or, or, or deems you to be sincere by order of Allah He'll grant you a inheritance from his companion reality that you'll be Siddiqiyah and you'll be dressed with the truthful servanthood dress. And if your love for Imam Ali Salam is sincere and following the example of Imam Ali Salam. He has an option to grant you from his prophetic family dress to different secrets. He can grant you from what Prophet granted as his family and not every companion is authorized to give that but the family companion is. The one whom is from the family of Sayyidina Muhammad can grant you from the nubuwa realities and the secrets of Sayyidina Muhammad then these two companions are like the moon. One is this known face of the moon and one is the unknown face of the moon and the moon is symbolic of guidance. That to be kamil and perfected is to be granted from the two realities. The Siddiqiyah character that they are truthful in their words and in their actions and the prophetic inheritance that Prophet dressed them of realities and inheritance upon their soul. And these are the ulul bab that Imam Salam give them a zulfiqar and they are owners of the secret of lam alif and they hold the sword and a key to the door of realities when Prophet is the reality, the city of all realities and Ali, Imam Ali Salam is babahu, is the caretaker of the door to that realities. We pray that Allah dress us and bless us from these immense realities, immense characters, immense love that Allah increase our love for all the holy companions, all the Ahlul Bayt, all the awliyaullah fi samai wa fil ard. Above all our love for Allah and love for Sayyidina Muhammad A'udhu billahi min ash-shaitanir rajeem, Bismillahir Rahmanir Raheem, Atiyullah, Atiyah Rasul, Ulul Amri Minkum. And a reminder for myself and abdukullah jisu da'ifu, miskinu zalimu jahalin but for the grace of Allah that I'm still in existence, inshaAllah for the questions and answers. 
And uh, what do we have? Lots of questions and no answers. Shafa Arsalan, if you're watching then let's compile the questions from all these sessions for the last year or so of questions and answers and we make a book so that each chapter would be a question. So Mawlana Shaykh Nazim had these small books with… they don't have to be long answers. So whatever the answer is we put the question and then we'll sort the questions as in similar chapters and articles and then the answer into them. That way we can have a book on all commonly asked questions. And it's all about the subject of meditation, connection and connecting our hearts inshaAllah. Sayyidi, uh, what special act can we do to honor uh, the shaykhs of the golden chain? To honor the shaykhs of the golden chain, inshaAllah good character. This is the example of the shaykh is, is if you follow the example of the shaykh all those types of questions would be answered because he must be doing something to honor his shaykh. That's why his character is like that means that if you follow their example and live by that example then you should be showing how to honor the shaykh. One, by having good character in the midst of all the different testings that if you have good character and you're a good exemplar of faith then that brings a happiness to the shaykh because the students are presented to Sayyidina Muhammad and said, this is your student and this is his actions. So we pray that always it's uh, the best of examples and that we live a life of showing the love for Sayyidina Muhammad So good deeds, good actions, good character and exemplars of faith. And this way we said before is to set the way for Sayyidina Mahdi and that's by love. That's by love and muhabbat that uh, nobody left on earth except those whom they are extremely sincere and their sincerity is based on the immensity of love and kindness that they have within their heart or they're extremely evil. These are the two polarities which will become black and white and grey will vanish from the earth. Sayyidi, when doing the daily awrad I have a difficulty doing inward Allah only. Am I doing something wrong? Difficulty in doing the Allah only is that to do the khafi zikr is just to close one eye, close your eyes, see yourself at the Kaaba or in the presence of uh, these awliyaullah and then just making khafi zikr and doing your tasbih in a silent basic just almost the sound of your breath coming out. And later as you progress then you don't even have to move your tongue. At first it's not easy just to do khafi without the tongue moving so people are not trained to do and to, to make their zikr without their tongue. Later you'll learn that your, your finger is acting like your tongue. Means if you just sit and try to say Allah in your heart is it difficult unless somebody's been trained on how to move their zikr in their heart. So your finger becomes with your tasbih like your tongue. 
Every time it moves you're making Allah into the heart. But for now the first phase would be a barely audible voice and saying, inshaAllah. Now if it's difficult through energy that's something different. If you're feeling an energy when you're saying that and difficulty coming to you that's something different. But just the difficulty in the ability is then what we described inshaAllah. Sayyidi, is holy breath, ruh, is holy breath and ruh soul the same? How to meditate presence and wasila of Mahdi who is a purified ruh? Oh my God, you're way above me. That I have to take your class. <laughs> That's it? Other things? Anybody having uh, problems in breathing and energies and difficulties? Continue your practices, do your zikr, do the awrads and the zikr that we've talked about for so many uh, days now. Do Ayatul Kursi, the du'a of Ayatul Kursi from the app, download the app. That's a resource that we need in times of difficulty, now we can appreciate it. That's why this way is based on all of these tools that they have given to us and that our way is continuous charity, continuous service. So please if you're benefiting from these then support the path, support the way so that as if you're a shareholder in that way that you take the blessings of all of this da'wah, all of this information going out, all these TV shows that go out, all this da'wah that is going, all the food programs that are being done, everything that being done is continuous. So you see us continuously fundraising, we're one of the only organizations doing anything. That we have maybe five, six, seven different platforms of social media, internet, videos, television, radio, audio, everything to do the da'wah and keep pushing the da'wah, keep pushing the da'wah. Now people understand the benefit of that da'wah. You're sitting at home isolated and you have all these tools now. You have your hand on your app and all these beautiful du'as that the shaykhs have put and we have put them all together in one place. If you're having a difficult time breathing, read these du'as, do the madad. Have the ginger, turmeric, black pepper and lemon, have that as a, a daily concentrate and that has many different blessings and, and benefits. Put a concentrate amount and every day have a, a little cup of that for your benefit, for your health. Have the black seed oil, two, one teaspoon twice a day, all of these things that they're advising and guiding. Do those consistently, not when you're sick but when you're good and healthy. Take your vitamins, take your medicines, take everything that you have to take and keep yourself to be in a healthy state inshaAllah. Keep your energies, your practices, your du'as, all your prayers, your wudu, all these practices now come into focus. Keep the energy and the understanding of energy that raise the level of the frequency with the practices 
to fight off anything that is trying to come towards insan inshaAllah. Bi hurmati Muhammad al-Mustafa wa bi siri Surat al-Fatiha. Welcome to Muhammadan Way YouTube channel, your premier destination for videos on Sufi spirituality, classical Islamic teachings and realities of the soul. With a library of over a thousand videos and new titles uploaded weekly, join us to discover true meaning and inner peace in our often troubled world. Click the link now to subscribe.